Welcome to the Tilted Halo. This is a new podcast and it's for anybody who's a woman in ministry. You might be a pastor like myself, a bishop, a priest, a rabbi, music minister, elder, children's minister, whatever your title is, you're absolutely in the right place, especially if you're someone who loves your ministry and you're doing it well and you're feeling pressure to sometimes be perfect and deep down inside, you know you're not. And how in the world to deal with that? And men, you're absolutely welcome here too because this is about ministry and the same thing can happen to you. So you're all in the right place. Let's get started with the show. You have a story. Yes, you do. You have a story that needs to be told. You know, I was in ministry for many years and really didn't tell a lot of about me because, I, you know, as a person of faith, for me in a ministry, I'm there to tell God's story and the story of my of faith. And that's really what we are there for. It's not to shine a light on ourselves. However, however, there is one thing that one way and reason, or maybe more than one reason, for us to tell our own story and to incorporate it in ways that are appropriate. And the reason I say that is we're talking with people. We're talking with people who need to know how God interacts with other people. Where is God in my life can help somebody else know where God is in their life. But the other side of that is, I'm not talking about a testimonial. A testimonial's good, it has its place. But we also need to tell the story in a way that's also recognizing and giving credit to who we are and what we do. And the reason is God created us as responsible, respondable human beings. And if we say things like God is great and God is good all the time, yes, God is good all the time. If we say praise God for everything, yes, praise God in all things. But God also created you and me and every single one of us with the ability to do so many things. And we need to be able to show that. But we also need to be real about the struggles we've been through. The times where life hasn't been, well, if it's been a bed of roses, there's been a heck of a lot of thorns there and we felt them. Okay, I'll just put it that way. In other words, there's been times when life has been anything but great, when life has been even kind of ugly at times. At least for 99.9% .9 of us, if we get, are honest about that, the days are not always good. Situations that we've been in are not always good. We've been through things. And Telling other people about the struggles we have felt 
it can help them in the midst of their struggles too. An example of this is that I recently um, gave a sermon, uh, led worship at a congregation that is between pastors. And it happened with the scripture readings that it was talking about Jesus as the light of the world and darkness can't overcome that, and also about Jesus calling the first of his disciples. And in that message, I shared about a time when I felt, and there was a lot of darkness in my life, and it was when I was facing open-heart surgery uh, at the age of 20 because of a, a missed diagnosis of a hole in my heart that I'd been living with for 20 years. I'd experienced a lot of symptoms, didn't know what they were, and just for me, it was just normal. So nothing happened with it until a chest X-ray revealed a significant enlargement of the right side of my heart and found out that there was 90% oxygenated blood in the right side of my heart. That's where all of the unoxygenated blood from our body is supposed to be. So there's supposed to be very little oxygen in the blood on that side of your heart. But I had 90%. And that meant a lot of the blood in my heart was working in a closed system between my heart and my lungs. And a lot of oxygen was not getting out to my body. Not a very healthy way to live. But amazingly, I could live. But the idea then of facing open-heart surgery to correct that, I was in a very dark place. I was in my junior year of college. It was not an emergency to have surgery right away. So it was decided I should finish that junior year. And that meant nine months between the diagnosis and when I was going to have surgery. In those nine months, what was up, uppermost in my mind was that I was going to die. And the reason was that I only knew one person at that point in my life, and we're talking in the early 1970s. Um, so heart surgery of any kind was not as all common then. But I only knew one person who had had any kind of heart surgery, and that was bypass after a heart attack. It was the principal of my high school, he was not just the principal. He and his family were members of my home congregation. So I knew them as, as human beings, uh, as individual people, not just the principal, uh, somewhere up in an office. And in his 40s, he had had a heart attack, recuperated, and then went in for a triple bypass. He'd survived the surgery quite well but died within 24 hours of complications. And that said to me that anybody with any kind of surgery is going to die because they weren't going to work on the outside veins and arteries of my heart. They were going to be working inside my heart, actually cutting my heart open to do that. Scared the pejeebers out of me. Scared me to death is what it did. And I thought I was going to die. It was a very hard junior year for most of that year. But, and I shared this in 
my sermon, but I also shared that there were people who brought some light into my life during those months and as while I was at school. One was my roommate who listened, really listened when I needed to talk. Um, friends who continued to include me even when I wasn't a very cheerful person to be around. I was at a Christian college and the campus pastor knew what was going on. He kind of checked on me from time to time. And there were things in his message on during Sunday services that really touched me. And then there were family who kept in touch with me and checking to make sure I was doing okay. These people became a little bit of light. They didn't know it, but just by who they were and what they did, they were a little bit of light in my life during those months. And that little bit of light began to accumulate and began to give me a little bit of hope. And so by the time I actually went in for the surgery, I was looking forward to living instead of anticipating dying. And from what I know now, if you go into surgery with the attitude that you're probably going to die, that raises the possibility and the chances that that is exactly what will happen. So that hope and that light was so important not only to me during those nine months, but also in many realities to my success with the surgery. Telling those stories, telling the pains and the ugly parts of our lives, the difficult things, in a way that helps people see God acting, not only through us, but through other people who touch us, that is so important in our ministry. Not as a way of glorifying who we are, no, but a way of being honest. Because there are so many people who go through dark times and struggles. There are so many people who go through ugly experiences and have to deal with that. Another part of my story is that in the fifth year of my um, position, second position as a pastor, um, a new senior pastor came to me one day and basically said, your services here are no longer wanted. You're leaving. You can either resign or be fired. Now, he didn't put it quite that way, but that's exactly what it was. I felt like a failure, an utter, absolute failure and was ready to quit ministry. I thought God had made a huge mistake in calling me to ministry, or what I thought was a call to ministry. And it was working through that with other people, with and through some coaching, uh, through a year of clinical pastoral education, to see that I still had a lot of great things to offer in ministry, to grow in those times. That's so critical and important. And if we don't share those stories, we're leaving 
part of God's gifts out for the people we work with. Um, because of my experience with heart surgery, I've had a heart catheterization and an angiogram. I can share that with people when they've gone in to have a heart cath, when they've been facing heart surgery. I can share, I have an idea of what you might be experiencing. It's important for them to know that. It's been comforting to many people. But there's another part of our story that we also have to tell, that we haven't always learned how to tell. And that is the wins that we get from growing and learning along the way. And for me with the heart surgery, the win was knowing that I could share anything with God. Anything. Even when I was at the lowest points and crabby and angry, yes, angry with God, I could share that with God. And I can tell people that. God didn't send a bolt of lightning down to kill me. No, God listened. And I felt God's listening and God's compassion in those times. That's important to share with people. That's something I learned and grew and deepened in my faith. And with the stuff about being let go, fired, whatever you want to call it, uh, from that second position as a pastor, well, that was something that I learned a lot from too. I went on from there after the uh, things that I learned. I still had skills in ministry. I went on and served for another 12 years in ministry, in a team ministry with my husband. We are still married, even through all of that. Um, I've mentored 14 seminary students through the first two years of their theological training. I've retired when I was ready. I spent five years as the host of a weekly live radio show. I'm now doing this podcast. I also have a streaming TV show and a streaming TV channel. And by the way, if any of you are interested in learning about having a show on my channel, please let me know. Contact me for that. There's ways to contact me through uh, my website, and you'll hear more about that at the end. But, you know, in all of this, those are wins, things I've learned and ways I've grown from that. People need to hear that too. It's not just about the ugly and the dark times. It's also about the things we learn, the ways we grow, the ways that our faith deepens the ways that we can be more present with other people. Those are so important things to tell your story. It's not that you say the same thing over and over or do it every single week. It is that you share that story in your ministry anytime and in the ways that are appropriate. It's being a human being. You know, when I read scripture, I read about uh, people like Abraham and David and Moses and the disciples. 
and the prophets. None of them were perfect people. None of them by any means. You know, and that's why the title of this show is The Tilted Halo. You know, we all have the halo not exactly straight. And sometimes it's kind of tarnished and sometimes it may feel like it's fallen off completely. But none of those people, even the giants of faith that we talk about and read about and look to, none of them were perfect. And it's reading about and hearing about their struggles and the times where they were not perfect that we learn and grow from those as well. That's what we need to do for our members in sharing our own story. You know, like I said, none of them was perfect. God gave Abraham the promise of descendants and he kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for having that son. No children. So he tried to help God's promise along a little bit. And he had a son. But that wasn't the way God had promised it to be. And so that didn't work quite right. So you know, and David, he had uh, an affair with Bathsheba. Many of the prophets were just ordinary people who God called to do things, and they struggled with their call. Jonah didn't want to do what God wanted him to do and tried to run away. That's where we get the story of Jonah and the whale. Uh, Noah wasn't the perfect guy. None of the disciples were perfect. We talk about Peter all the time, and he went out and betrayed Jesus. You know, or denied him, excuse me. He denied Jesus three times, not just once, three times. And yet we honor these, these giants of the faith. I'm not likening myself to one of them. I am saying that your story, my story, is as, is as important for people to hear as their stories because it makes life real. It makes how God works today real for people. It's not just something that happened way back in biblical times. God's still here now, working in your life in my life. And that's why it's so important to share our stories. So, let me know if you want to learn how to share your story. There's some really good ways to learn how to do that succinctly so you don't ramble on forever. Even in as little as three sentences. And I can point you to where to go to learn how to do that. But for now, just know it's important to share your story in your ministry with the people who need to hear how God has worked in your life because that helps them see the light of God's love in their life too. So God's peace to you 
and come back next week. There's more. You have been listening to Tilted Halo with me, Kathleen Panning. What did you think about this episode? I'd really like to hear from you. Leave me some comments. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this episode. And catch another upcoming episode for more conversation on ministry, life, mindset, and a whole lot more. Go to www.tiltedhalohelp.com where I've got a resource guide and other resources waiting for you. And be sure to say hi to me, Kathleen Panning, on LinkedIn. See you on the next episode.